0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Going In The Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter's at a Sports.
1: Instagram is also at a Mac Sports. TikTok,
0: YouTube, Immaculate Sports. It's episode 71. We just finished Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. Kind of disappointing, to be honest, but we're going to break it all down.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess we had two close games throughout the whole Whole weekend, which was kind of tough with the Raider game being pretty close. And then the the Niner Cowboy game being down to the wire as well. But besides that, we pretty much only got blowouts. Uh, So we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about all the teams that got eliminated, their season grades and their biggest need going into the offseason. We're going to talk a little bit more extra about the Raiders because they have a very interesting situation now where they likely have no head coaches uh, and also no GM with firing or whatever you want to call it, parting ways of Mike Mayock. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> it's a nice way of saying
0: you suck at drafting, dude. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then we're going to go ahead and look at the divisional round uh, on Saturday and Sunday uh, with the games that we got going on there. We'll talk about the coaching carousel for the other teams, uh, but not too much today. Uh, kind of going to keep it short and sweet. It's more fun to talk about the off once we actually get to the off So yes. we'll talk about, uh, free agents, all that stuff. Once we get there, uh, but for now we're gonna keep it with uh, what we got. Yeah. For the opener though, my opener is gonna be the Patriots losing. Uh, I know Skyler liked to see that, that uh, and I was I was completely okay with the Patriots losing on Saturday as well. Especially uh, after how the Raiders lost, it was nice to see for most most of the teams in general that we were the only team that got eliminated that wasn't like completely just disappointed with the the outcome I mean Steelers probably not because they didn't really expect to be there Uh, but the Cowboys they were completely disappointed with that outcome Eagles kind of thought that they had a bit more in the tank Patriots same thing Uh, and then the Cardinals I mean they just got wrecked Uh, so Patriots losing was the main thing I put on here but pretty much just the Raiders not being the worst loss out of every single team was nice
0: yeah, uh, for me, it's going to be the Niners-Cowboys game. Uh, I won't go too much into detail here because we're going to break it down here eventually. But this was probably the only good game I saw. And th- th- obviously, the Raiders game was good too, but I was working through most of it. I saw the last two drives of the game, so I don't really count that. But uh, good for the Niners, man. I- again, you know, it's always good to see the Cowboys go down. If you're not a Cowboys fan, hate those guys. Um and Jimmy did his job, man.
1: That's true. That's true. Jimmy did do his job. So did their defense. So did their playmakers, especially in Debo Samuel. Uh, but let's get to the Immaculate Sports Player of the Week. And Bill's Mafia got into this one. That's for sure. Uh, so the four guys we had on here was Patty Mahomes. The poor Josh guys. Allen. We should call him. Yeah. Uh, Patty Mahomes. He's not a poor guy. Uh, Josh Allen, Jamar Chase, and Mike Evans. We have 415 votes on it right now with six minutes left going on the poll. 0.7% was Mike Evans. 1.9% was Jamar Chase. 2.9% was Patrick Mahomes. And man, did Bill's Mafia get with this one. They have 94.5% of the votes going to their quarterback, Josh Allen.
0: We've been uh, run amuck by yeah. Buffalo.
1: Yeah, we have. Uh, And as before we get into team reports now, how about we talk about our favorite number 71, considering that it is episode 71.
0: I don't know if I have a favorite, really. There's, you know, some guys worth noting, though. You know, I feel like in baseball, that dude's Josh Hader. He's him and Wade Davis, I think, are the only guys in baseball who have worn it for more than a year. Um, Maybe,
1: maybe I'm going to name
0: uh, I got you. I got you. So I'll, I'll name Walter Jones then. Probably the best player in Seattle Seahawk history.
1: Hall Probably best Back in 71 fame. history too, I assume. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with a reliever. Uh, Tyler Rogers, sidewinder for the Giants. He's worn the number for three years now, uh, but really came on this past year where he, when he appeared in 80 games for the NL. 107-win uh, team Giants, uh, 2.22 ERA, and, man, is he weird to face. He has curveballs that go up, fastballs that go down, uh, and things that just don't make sense with him. Uh, so I don't know if that's necessarily my favorite out of all these guys, but I feel like he's one that I should be noting out as a pretty influential for sure. number 71. Yeah. Let's get to team reports now. I know the Jets in play, but do you have anything that you want to talk about with them?
0: Yeah, uh, maybe a little leak out of Florham Park today. It looks like the Jets – are going to be trying to trade the number 10 overall pick. Uh, We got four already, got 10 in the Jamal Adams trade from Seattle. Thank you guys a lot for that. Um, So maybe trying to trade down, get another first for next year. Maybe a team like Pittsburgh would be willing to do that if they're dumb enough. Uh, So keep your eye on that. And Senior Bowl, we'll be talking about the Senior Bowl rosters. uh, uh, Halftime today, but Jets are coaching Senior Bowl. couple names to keep your eye on for that one. That should be playing in about a month or so.
1: Yeah. Mine has two parts with the Raiders. First, I'm gonna talk about the game a little bit and then I'll talk about the the head coaching search and all that stuff after that. Uh so the game. The game was was interesting to say at least. The first time that we've been in the playoffs since twenty sixteen. It's nice to get there. Uh, That whole experience within the past month was very fun to go through. Derek Carr making his NFL playoffs debut. And I don't think he played too bad. 29 for 54, 310 yards, one touchdown, one pick, uh, as well as a rush for 20 yards in our 19 to 26 loss to the Bengals. Uh, The game was really two sided in the first half. We just didn't do much. Uh, We scored a touchdown right at the end of the first half to make it a one possession game. And then I mean, each team scored six points in the second half. So defense is kind of shined there uh, and we couldn't get the job done. I'm not too upset though. I was very proud that the team even made it that far, considering all the stuff that they've been through. And I think a lot of people realize that Uh, Josh Jacobs though, was one of the main high notes that we had in this game, 13 carries for 83 yards, as well as three cat or four catches for 44 yards. That gives him 127 all purpose yards on just 17 touches Uh, he was playing really, really well this past month and going into this next season as if he just runs that same exact way, he can, he can look better than what he did his rookie year, which we all kind of think is the prime, whatever of, of Josh Jacobs. So hopefully it stays that way. Darren Waller had a good game. We didn't see him much in week 18, but seven catches and 76 yards in this one. Hunter Renfro had eight catches for 58. Zay Jones actually had a pretty big game, five catches for 61 yards and a touchdown Uh, defense only got two stops throughout the whole game, but Max Crosby had a sack as well as Quentin Jefferson. Uh, we kind of got demolished by Jamar Chase, but that's okay because he is going to be really, really good. And we just did not have the corner to cover him because we were using, uh, Casey Hayward to guard T Higgins. T Higgins got shut down the whole game though. One catch for 10 yards. Uh, but I guess that's what you got to live with with the Bengals because they have so many different weapons we did shut down Joe Mixon though for 17 carries 48 yards so that's a good job there Uh, but now we get into the offseason I don't know if we're keeping Carr I don't know what we're doing with our head coach Versace I know the GM Mike Mayock is out Uh but just a few things that we've seen so far Uh, so we did see Mike Mayock get released and then we saw Uh, Two GM requests. We saw Dave Ziegler, who's the Patriots director of player personnel. And then we also saw another one. I believe his name is Trey Brown. Uh, Bengals exec. I don't know exactly what he does, but I mean, looking at the Bengals roster in this past year, uh, the shift that they've made, the drafting that they've done has really worked out for them quite perfectly. So I don't mind that one. And then only one uh, request in the head coach search so far has been Gerard Mayo. I don't know if that's a Rooney rule type thing, but uh, that's the only thing that we've done so far. But I know the favorite is John Harbaugh, and that's exactly who I want, which I'll speak about more here in a little bit. Let's get to team grades for all the teams that got eliminated over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, The first team that I have on here, I went by draft order. Uh, So I have the Eagles. Uh, What do you have the Eagles team grade as? I have them as
0: a B. I feel like, you know, to some people, it was a disappointing year. To some people, they're really excited. I thought it was somewhere in between there. You know, they beat the teams they were supposed to beat. You know, that's that's all they had to do to make the playoffs this year. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. they had to play at Tampa Bay in the first round. Um, I think they should try to find some more young building blocks. They have three first-round picks. That should help a lot. And get an O-line. If you're going to really commit to – just running the ball every play. you got to make sure you don't have 40 year old Jason Peters out there. I love tackle. No offense to him. He's just, uh, you know, on the bears. He's just on the bears. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: the Eagles uh, for me, I gave them an A team grade. I-, I thought that even though that they did not beat a team over 500 this whole season, they got to a spot that nobody really expects them to be at. Even if it was just beating shitty teams that whole year, uh, so you got a base of victory that you can build around and you kind of know what the players have uh, as, or the, the players feelings. They know what it feels like to make the playoffs and they know what it feels like to get kicked out against a superior team. And so from that, they should learn on what they need to do and so forth and so forth. Uh, but the main thing for me is uh, I think that they got to really hit on these fir- three first round picks, because if they do, the Eagles can be a team. Uh, It's a force to be reckoned with in the future. And that's why I picked them in 2024, I believe it is, to be Mm -hmm. in the Super Bowl. So that's the main thing with them. I I also think another thing that they should be looking at is adding weapons on offense, whether that is through the draft or it is through free agency. Got to go ahead and get uh, Jalen Hurts or whoever you want to have a quarterback. I assume it's him. uh, A better wide receiver than just Devonta Smith. And I know Devonta Smith is good, but. He's not a number one quite yet in his career. That's for sure. Uh, but all around pretty good year for the Eagles uh, successful going into this next year uh, with Nick Sirianni coming back in year two on the opposite side, uh, pretty much out of all the playoff teams, I'd say they are the Steelers uh, as far as what they've had, what they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what do you grade their season?
0: I have them as a C plus again. I don't think it was a terrible season, but This is a team that probably shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Um, It seemed like uh, kind of a bridge year. They're waiting for Roethlisberger to step down. Looks like he's finally going to happen. They have some good young pieces. I like Najee Harris. That turned out to be a pretty good pick so far, it looks like. And TJ Watt, of course. So I have their need as get yourself a quarterback. I don't think it's Mason Rudolph. I'm sorry. Uh, So get one of those. Maybe trade up to 10 for one.
1: Perhaps uh, that's not a bad option for them. I have the season as B because uh, I feel like it was as good as it kind of possibly could have been uh, with big Ben as your quarterback. Uh, he sucked. He was ranked 31 out of 32 on PFFs grades, which I don't, I mean, I don't follow but yeah. I just thought that was funny on the intros on Sunday night football. Uh, I like the rest of this team. I really do. I think they got good wide receivers. They got a good tight end. They got a good running back. Their O-line is shaky, but you can fix that up somewhat easily. Uh, the defense obviously has stars all throughout it with Minka Fitzpatrick as well as TJ Watt, uh, and even with some good veterans and like Tua and uh, Cameron Hayward. So you can kind of choose what you want to do there. Uh, but the main thing is I you got to get the QB of the future. And I think pretty much as far as the stressor for needing a quarterback this next year, uh, or finding their future quarterback uh, and not having to trade for it. Cause I don't think the Steelers are going to be the team that really trades for uh, like a Russell Wilson or any guy like that. Uh, I think I, their priority is pretty high because if they hit early and they get going quick, this team can be back in the playoffs next year. Next up the Patriots,
0: the Patriots. I gave a B plus two. Again, I had higher hopes for them than turned out, but then again, you know, it's a rookie quarterback who, not a lot of people really believed in who, uh, you know, I mean, Bill Bill is a, a freaking genius. You know, the, he hid Mac Jones weaknesses for like 15 weeks there. <laughs> I mean, he did get exposed kind of at the end, but to go that long with a guy who can't read a defense yet, there you go. Yeah. And obviously they made all the right free agent pickups and everything B plus. Uh, so get a receiver, get younger on defense.
1: Yeah, I have the Patriots as an A minus. Uh, I think this regular season was very successful, and I would have put this as an A-plus if they were able to beat the Bills, but just yeah. with how bad they played against the Bills, I'm going to have to take it down a few notches. Uh, their defense is amazing, uh, except for on Saturday night, they were goddamn awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, their offense is very intriguing. I'd say they still have the Patriot running back system where there really isn't a number one, uh, and you kind of just roll with whoever's hot. Wide receivers are interesting. I really don't think there's a true number one in there. Uh, tight ends are probably a hot spot of their, their offense. Johnny and uh, Hunter Henry are both pretty good quarterback. I like Mac Jones. I think he's going to be pretty good. Uh, but obviously this year kind of got to him eventually later in the season, like Skyler was talking about. Uh, and so main thing, just develop Mac. I don't think the Patriots are going to be that team that go ahead and make a big move to get a a wide receiver one or anything like that. They're just going to find guys that fit their scheme for low cap. Uh, And so I think you just got to develop Mac and then whatever that means, just go ahead and do it. And I trust Bill Belichick to go ahead and do that. Next up the Raiders. All right. uh,
0: Similar here as the Patriots, I think uh, B plus, I think Uh, also
1: here. Yeah, uh, since we're talking about the Raiders after this, yes, you kind of you can leave out a little bit of what like the main thing going into the off season is so just what what you thought the season was, and mm. then uh, the team grade. I am very proud,
0: you know, to be where I know you know they're kind of cleaning house right now, so maybe they're not as proud anymore. But I was gonna say I'm very proud of you're one of the pieces of this organization who stuck it through and turned everything around. Um, it's a B plus. Uh, Again, it would have been, it would have been nice to see the playoff win, but I, I, at this point, I think uh, it was good enough and I'll leave it at retain as much as you can. And we'll finish that off with the next segment here.
1: Yeah. I gave the season a B minus because as good as it was, you still lost two of your first round picks. You lost your head coach. You lost all these things throughout the season uh, you're not getting him back. That's not, not like It's not like Henry Ruggs is out for his ACL and he's coming back next year. He is never going to play professional football the rest of his career. Damon Arnett, I didn't like to pick when it happened. Uh, and obviously, he's not coming back to the Raiders either. So don't worry about him. John Gruden, same thing. Uh, so while there was a lot of good things to talk about with this team, about the story and all that stuff – when I look at the season as a whole, I have to include those things in there. Yeah. Uh, so I give it a B minus uh, and we'll talk about it a bit more here in, in a little bit. <laughs> All right. The Cardinals, the
0: Cardinals, I'm going to give them a C. They started off really hot. It looked like maybe the team to beat, but there was a reason why we never bought into the Cardinals this year. And you cannot go into the playoffs cold. We saw it last night for sure. They looked, <laughs> Just terrible. They did not belong there last night. Um, I mean, maybe they could turn it around, but that division's only getting tougher and tougher. Uh, I think they have a brighter future than the Rams, but we'll, we'll get more into that some other day. It's, it's not the Cardinals' day today. We're just, yeah. It's not our time to talk about them. Uh, but sure. their, their needs, they got to get some more offensive weapons for Kyler. I know it's weird to say since, you know, some guys like James Connor and Kirk and AJ Green stepped up for him this year when they needed it, but it's just not good enough to win in the NFC West and you need two new edge rushers, Chandler Jones and JJ Watt might not even be back next year, let alone, you know, when they want to start winning again.
1: Yeah, the Cardinals are a very weird team because we saw three weeks and we're like, is this team legit? Is this team legit? And we just couldn't we couldn't buy in, and I think that's exactly why uh, we didn't. Because we kind of saw something like this happening, where they were just not as superior as the other teams in the NFC, uh, and that got really outlined, or outlined, whatever you want to call it, uh, last night against the Rams. So I give the season a C minus. I think it's pretty much the exact same thing as last mm-hmm. year. And when you get complacent and do the same things over and over again, you're not going to get a higher grade than you did the year before. Uh, So I think you got to get healthy. I mean, you have to have D hop on the field. And obviously that was kind of out of control injury, stuff like that. But he, even if he's not producing, like he was, wasn't this year, honestly, he still provides two guys on every single NFL defense to look at him at least shade over in his way. And that opens things up for kind running that opens things up for James Connor running that opens things up down the seam for Zach Gertz. It opens things up, uh, deep for Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, AJ green, whoever you want to use. Uh, so I think they got to get D hop healthy for sure. Build your old line and get a younger defense. I like, uh, it's weird. I liked their two first round picks the last few years. David Collins and Isaiah Simmons. I like those picks when they happen, but they have not panned out so far. Oh. So whether it is getting another defensive mind or whatever it is, you gotta, you gotta fix things up and change your scheme on defense. In my opinion, last team for the greats is going to be the Cowboys.
0: I gave the Cowboys a C plus. Um, they were solid all year. They beat the teams they were supposed to beat. They, weren't really feeling any pressure from their division, but this was a complete wasted year. They wasted all that talent that they have on their team, and I think the first thing you got to do is scrap the entire offensive line. Um, after that, maybe look for a new head coach because that team is not disciplined whatsoever. Uh, they got to try something else. Maybe when Kellen Moore leaves, you got one more year with um, with McCarthy, and then after that, if you don't want a playoff game, you have to move on.
1: Yeah, the Cowboys are very weird. Uh, I thought very on, early on in the season that this team was legit. I thought that they were possible Super Bowl contenders uh, and definitely a team that could could play with the Rams or play with the Packers or play with the Bucs, uh, especially with how we saw them play on opening night against the Bucs in week yeah. one. Uh, but looking back at it now with how the season ended, I'm giving the Cowboys season a D grade. I, don't, I think it was a complete failure. Uh, this was your year to go ahead and win the Super Bowl. Uh, and they didn't do or didn't come even close to that, obviously. Uh, and so I have a bit of a shocker here for their yeah. offense or offseason need. I think they gotta move on from Zeke. Uh and what, whatever that okay. may be as far as trading him or or doing certain things to get him off the team, uh <laughs> sabotaging him. Uh, but uh Tony Pollard's better than him. Uh, I'm not gonna shy away from that. Tony Pollard is is really good, uh or, or just as good as, as Zeke. And so you're paying Zeke all his money. Might as well get rid of him and might as well use that money in different spots or do things with that. You got, you're going to get draft picks from that as well. So yeah. you can do something with that there. And don't
0: forget, you know, he, he played the entire year. Or I don't know actually how long, I'm not sure. Uh, played with a torn PCL. We don't know if that's something he hid, if that's something the Cowboys just didn't release, if that's something that made him struggle. I, We don't know what it is, but we, you know that's something to keep keep a watch on that's fair. for the offseason. Uh,
1: yeah, I uh, Cowboys. I really don't like their window anymore, especially with some of the teams in the NFC coming up soon. I I don't know if I can trust Dak in a big spot. I don't know if I can trust uh, Zeke in a big spot. I don't know if I can trust their defense in a big spot. I mean, their defense is getting somewhat old too. I know they have Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs that are both super, super young, but it might be time to retool. I don't know about rebuild, but retool in in Mm -hmm. Dallas. All right. We gave our team grades out. Uh, Now we're going to go back to the Raiders, talk about their GM opening, talk about their head coach, likely opening. And what they should do in the future. So what's next for my formerly Oakland, formerly Los Angeles, and then formerly Oakland again, and now the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah.
0: So I think this all starts off with the head coach you bring in. That determines everything. You want John Harbaugh, correct? I'm not saying anything yet. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to. Right now, say I don't think it's gonna happen. Just if I had to make a prediction right now, I would say he's gonna stay in Michigan. So then I think you have to go after the closest guy to that, the CEO type of guy. You don't want the offensive genius. You want you don't want Adam Gate. You don't want to accidentally hire Adam Gase or uh you know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. I think you have to bring in a guy who's comfortable keeping these guys around and retain as much as you can that's that's what i led off with last time i don't think cars should go anywhere because your replacement will end up being uh desmond ritter or baker mayfield i don't think those are upgrades at least for this year um it's tough losing those skill positions but i don't think it's a bad idea to just draft another receiver draft another corner and restart you know obviously yeah. there was uh, sorry
1: no you're good you're good
0: I think there was something weird going on with upstairs for the Raiders. There's always weird stuff going on in the front office with the Raiders, but specifically the draft. I don't know who was making the calls there, but they weren't the right calls. That's yeah. for sure. So I think if uh, you get a couple right calls over the next two years, you'll be fine right at the end of the window.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's very, very weird uh, with the draft class stuff too. Because when you look at this 2019 draft class for the Raiders, uh, this is one of the best classes I have ever seen the Raiders draft. Uh, I mean, Cleveland Farrell wasn't that good. But you found your running back in the future in Josh Jacobs. You found a linebacker slash safety in Jonathan Abram for near future, at least. Yeah. You found a pretty <laughs> solid corner, Trayvon Mullen. I mean, he was hurt. Uh, you drafted one of the best defensive ends in all of football in Max Crosby. You drafted one of the, I think, top wide receivers in the league in Hunter Renfro in the sixth round. Uh, And then you also got a decent tight end in Foster Moreau. Uh, So that class was good. Cleveland Farrell at four was not. I think if you took Devin White at that fourth pick, I think we'd be looking at this class as one of the best classes ever taken uh, by an NFL team. And then you look at 2020, uh, Ruggs, Damon Arnett, Lynn Bowden, Tanner Muse, John Simpson, Amik Robertson, Brian Edwards. You have two people uh, on that team still uh, with Brian Edwards and John Simpson. The rest of the guys are gone or Amik Robertson's still there, but he's like terrible, honestly. Uh, and then this year uh, you have Leatherwood, pretty dog shit. Uh, and then besides that, I mean, Hobbs is pretty good in the fifth round. I'd take that. Uh, Diablo might be okay. Trayvon Merrick looks like he's going to be in the secondary for the future, Uh, but besides that, you really haven't hit on much, so you got to hit on your first-round pick, and that's, that's, I think, why they made this move uh, with uh, Mike Mayock being gone, Mm -hmm. but before I get into the head coach uh, spot, let's talk, or I want to look at the odds that uh, one of the Vegas casinos was given in uh, for the head coaching spot, and I will go through this one uh, two to one, Jim Harbaugh. So he's listed as a favorite right now. And then five to two is Rich Basaccia. Five to one is Doug Peterson, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, seven to one is Mike Tomlin. Eight to one, Dabo Sweeney. Uh, Jesus. ten to one, Brian Byron Lefwich. Ten to one, David Shaw. The head coach is Stanford. Jim Caldwell on there. He's not.
0: I I think Jim Caldwell has a better chance than most of those guys. Yeah, just because he's know. been there before.
1: That's what these bets are. Yeah. Uh, ten to one, Eric Bieniemy. Ten to one, Sean Payton. Ten to one, Todd Bowles. Fourteen to one, Brian Dable. Sixteen to one, Joe Brady. Twenty to one, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, and then hundred to one, we got Lane Kiffin, <laughs> which I think is pretty funny. Uh, but one thing that you kind of notice here within this uh, the all ten to one spot, besides Eric Bieniemy. Uh, You really have coaches that have been a head coach of a a program for a long, long time, if not an NFL team. Uh, So that I actually like a lot. And I think that makes a lot of sense for the Raiders because Raiders aren't really a team that's similar to most of the teams that are needing a head coach right now where Mm -hmm. their team is extremely young and they're looking to build for the future and all that stuff. Because the Raiders, they do a few things right now. I think they could be, I don't know about a Super Bowl contender, but a, a good Fucking team within the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope Jim Harbaugh is the hire. I really do. And then I hope the GM hires Lewis Riddick. I think he'd be a fun guy to have uh, control with the team. And I believe in him and Jim uh, doing the right things there. So I think you got to retool uh, and, and bring in a couple things as far as a run stopper, another wide receiver. You have to get a wide receiver, one that's the biggest need in this whole. This whole offseason for the Raiders, whether it's, it is Devonte, whether it is Chris Godwin, whether it's Alan Robinson, whatever you really want to do, Calvin Ridley, Drake London, go ahead and make a move. I don't know about Drake London. Go ahead and make a move and get yourself a wide receiver. One, uh, keep car, get a, I said a run stop already, uh, get a right tackle because Brandon Parker sucks and I want him gone. Uh, and then besides that, I mean, I'm pretty content with most of the stuff that we had. Uh, keep Casey Hayward, keep Denzel Perriman. keep the guys together because they like playing with each other. Uh, I think you got a pretty good team in Las Vegas. Yeah, let's go to halftime. Coaching carousel, Skyler, do you got that in front of you, or uh, I don't actually. I can look it up though. Let me go ahead and pull it up. Then. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all good. Uh, let's see here, Chicago Bears. Uh they need a GM and a head coach. Uh we talked about a lot of stuff last week, but I'll go ahead mm-hmm. and just kind of put this. Stuff I just up. there
0: is one one thing though, the big thing, there's one finalist we know now. Jacksonville and Matt Uberflus from Indy. I think that's the one finalist, the one guy that's gone back for
1: a second interview so far. I did not even know that. Yeah. But uh uh head coach search uh, the GM search I'm not really gonna go through because yeah, there's yeah. a lot of names on there that people wouldn't know. Uh but head coach search for the Bears. Doug Peterson, Brian Flores, Jim Caldwell, Brian Dable, Nathaniel Hackett, Eberflus, Dan Quinn, Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, and Leslie Frazier. That's all of them. <laughs> Pretty good group right there, honestly. Uh, Broncos, kind of interesting. Lions DC, Aaron Glenn, Packers QB like coach Luke Getzey, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, enemy, Rams OC, Kevin O'Connell, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, Eagles DC, Jonathan Gannon, uh, Patriots linebacker coach Gerard Mayo and Brian Callahan from the Bengals. Then we get to the Texans. Uh, they've only done a few so far. Brian Flores, Heinz Ward, uh, which is an interesting one. Joe Lombardi, which I think would be hilarious if they signed, Cause I think yeah. Joe Lombardi is actually a pretty shitty OC. Uh, and then Jonathan Gannon as well. Uh, The Jags, Skyler said Eberflus has already been there, uh, but some of the other people that they've talked to already, Doug Peterson, Jim Caldwell, Bill O'Brien, Byron Leftwich, Kellen Moore, Todd Bowles, Nathaniel Hackett, and Danny Quinn. The Vikings are looking for a a GM as well. Uh, And then their head coach search, Nathaniel Hackett, Raheem Morris, who I actually really liked from last year. Mm -hmm. I thought he could have gotten a job back in Atlanta, but I guess they just didn't want to do that anymore. Kellen Moore, Todd Bowles, Dan Quinn, D'Amico Ryans, uh, Niners DC, which is kind of interesting. Kevin O'Connell and then Jonathan Gannon as well. And then the Miami Dolphins, uh, second to last one here, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Niners OC, Mike McDaniel, Vance Joseph, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, Brian Dable, Leslie Frazier, and Rams assistant head coach, Thomas Brown. I've never heard that name before. Uh, giants are looking for a head coach and a GM. Uh, it looks like they're hiring the GM first though, cause they haven't done any head coach searches yeah. and they have about 10 guys on the GM thing. Uh, this is all via PFF and, uh, that's what we got going on right
0: now. One thing I've, I've heard that's interesting. I don't know how much I like it, but it's very interesting. Uh, I've heard Dan Quinn, if he wants it, will be the head coach of either the Broncos the Vikings, or the Jaguars. They said they're that. that's the number one guy for those three teams. That's interesting. So if he wants it, he'll be their head coach. That's interesting to me. Maybe that's because funny. he's a guy who's been a head coach recently.
1: Took a team to the Super Bowl like five years ago mm-hmm. uh, and had some pretty good uh, coordinators on that team as well. I mean, Shanahan was the main one, and I forget who their DC was, but I'm pretty sure he has... Well, I mean, Dan Quinn was really the D.C. there, but uh, I'm I'm sure that his D.C. there is somewhere doing a good job now, too. Mm -hmm. All
0: right. Uh, Should we talk about the Senior Bowl a
1: little bit here?
0: Let's do it. All right. So Senior Bowl is one of my favorite events of the draft season. Uh, Again, the game's going to be in about a month, but usually people are in on the Senior Bowl because of the practices, the interviews. We get teams like – You know, Lions and Jets are there this year. Mm -hmm. They're going to get to talk to these players, put them in specific drills. And it's it's a pretty interesting group of players. I guess uh, I'll I'll talk about the quarterbacks. You know, it's such an interesting quarterback class. Not a lot of people think there's going to be great players out of here. Um, But going to the Senior Bowl, we got Sam Howell from UNC, Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh, Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, Carson Strong from Nevada, Malik Willis from Liberty, and Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky. Honestly, I think maybe one or two of these guys are going to rise like crazy after the Senior Bowl. That's what happened with Josh Allen uh, from Wyoming. You know, Bill's quarterback now, if you didn't get that, uh, not a lot of people believed he could be a first rounder. Goes to the Senior Bowl, checks all the boxes, is then projected as the number one pick right after the Senior Bowl. Obviously didn't go there, but uh, yeah. One thing to keep in mind, you know, there's so many players here, uh, but I won't read them all off because I'm probably the only person who will ever listen to this who knows these players. But uh, I'll come back to the Senior Bowl maybe a couple weeks from now after it starts. It's
1: a good way to get recognized. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unless you're not a senior, then it's pretty tough to get recognized. Yeah,
0: They're letting more and more people go, though.
1: That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think I am going to do it for halftime. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get it back to where's your head at. Uh, second half is just going to be the game, P-Roos, uh, for this upcoming divisional round in the NFL. Yeah. Let's talk about the first one that we got going on. Bengals, Titans. I haven't made my game picks for any of these, so I'm doing yeah. them right now as we as we go.
0: Okay. Uh, I've only wrote down two of them, but I had an idea coming into this week. I think Bengals and Titans will be probably the only good game this week. It's just my opinion. And uh I'm taking Cincinnati in this one. I think Joe Burrow's got the hot hand. I really don't care if Derrick Henry's coming back or not because it's not like he's getting 30 carries. You know, maybe and it is, dude. If it is, it is, then you can say whatever you want about my pick here. But I do not trust Ryan Tannehill right now. I'm taking Cincinnati.
1: I am actually going to take Tennessee uh, for this one. They're the favorite by three and a half points right now. Uh, I don't know if 30 carries is in Derrick Henry's uh, future, but I'd say 25 to 20 or 20 to 25 is. Uh, That's going to be enough for Tennessee to go ahead and beat Cincy. They let Josh Jacobs run pretty much all over him last week, and that's not shit on Josh Jacobs at all. I think he did a really good job, uh, and he's one of the best running backs in the league when he runs the way that he has been. Uh, but Derrick Henry is probably the best running back in the league. If you want to say Jonathan Taylor, cool. If you want to say Nick Chubb, cool. If you want to say CMC, I don't care. Uh, but a lot of people are going to say Derrick Henry is the number one guy in the league. And when you have the number one guy in the league, uh, with a quarterback that just learned how to play without him and now we get some back Titans are going to be scary. Uh, and I think All they're right. pretty underrated going into the postseason here. Uh, and I have Tennessee winning 30 to 23.
0: I also, part of my decision was, I think this, that Cincinnati's a better matchup for the team that I have winning the other AFC game. So that's kind of how I did it. So yeah. interesting. <laughs> uh,
1: let's get to the second game on Saturday, Saturday night game. This one's on Fox The Niners were the only away team to win in the wild card weekend. Uh, and they're going up against the number one seed, Seated Packers in Green Bay. The weather is projected to be 13 degrees in this one. What do you think? This is a game that
0: on paper should be close, but the Niners are very banged up right now. Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't even know if he's going to be ready to go for this one. Fred Warner's hurt. Elijah Mitchell's hurt. Nick Bosa got knocked out the other day and Green Bay is just getting healthier. Jair Alexander, David Bakhtiari, MVS, they're all back. I think this should be very easy for the Packers.
1: Any score prediction for that one quite yet? It's too early.
0: Uh, I'll give you one. I'll give you uh,
1: 30
0: to 13.
1: Mm, interesting. Uh, I do think this game's going to be pretty close, and that's because the Niners always find a way to do that. Uh, whether I think they're going to get killed one week, or whether I think that they're going to demolish team some week, the games always find a way to be close. Maybe that's just how the NFL works. Uh, but the Niners tend to play a close one. I think they do play a close one against the Packers, who just look like this godlike team right now with all their guys coming back from injury, perhaps the best quarterback in football, the best wide receiver in football. Uh, and the Green Bay Packers, man, they know how to play in the cold. Uh, so I do think it's close 35 to 28, but the Packers move on to the NFC championship game. Sunday, two very, very good games on Sunday. I think these are probably the two top games to look at uh, from a fan perspective and just a football uh, liker or whatever you want to call them. Uh, Rams, Bucks. this one's going to be good. Kyle, last
0: night, the lot, not the lions. Jesus, Matt Stafford's uh, on the, Rams, you, just, the Rams you brought this out.
1: whole this whole preview in. I thought you were going to say some crazy stuff, and then you just fucked up on the first word, man. I did. I the did. The first word. I did.
0: Kyle, the Rams scored six points in the second half against the Cardinals last night. They couldn't put them away, and they looked so bad. I know Tampa Bay is missing some weapons, but I think this should be another blowout. I mean.
1: I I don't even know how else to put it. I think Tampa Bay could score 40 points on these guys. I mean, 40 points in general doesn't really scare me too too much. I think the Rams can do that just as easy or not as easily, but uh, I do have this one being very high scoring. I have this one being very close. I think the Rams are interesting, but I still don't trust Matthew Stafford late in the Mm -hmm. game. I think he probably throws a crucial pick in this one. And the Bucks win 42 to 38, uh, and a fun game to watch for all of us. Yeah, he's got Devin White running at him now, not JJ Watt. It's a whole nother league. Uh, but he's also not going again. I mean, never mind. I was going to say some corners, but the Cardinals really don't have corners anyways. They're old. Uh, let's get to the last game on yeah. Sunday, uh, second of two, I guess. Uh, the Bills and the Chiefs, I think this is probably going to be the best game to watch. Uh, Throughout the whole weekend, what do you got?
0: I think this is going to be the biggest blowout out of the entire weekend. I think Kansas City is, they're more disciplined, they're faster, they're smarter, they're bigger than Buffalo. And I've seen way too many games this year of Buffalo just not knowing what to do. Dropping punts, Josh Allen slipping and falling, Um, you know, not throwing the ball to Stephon Diggs, your best player, just abandoning the run game. Uh, And I I mean, even with Josh Allen, if Josh Allen's running and breaking tackles, sure, they have a chance. Yes. But Kansas City, to me right now, is the best team by far. They don't make mistakes. You know, and Buffalo will if you give them time. So I'm going to take Kansas City here. Um, I'll give it a 36 to
1: 21. Damn, so you get some garbage time touchdowns in that, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do not think it's going to go like that. Both these teams, I'd say were the most complete teams in the wild card round. Uh, I'm not, I'm not
0: doubting that. I just think there's a huge gap.
1: I, I think the gap could go the other way though, uh, with how good the bills have been this past week, their offense, their worst drive. There are two drives that they didn't score a touchdown. One of them ended in a kickoff when the half ended. And the other one ended with a kneel down and a victory for the Buffalo bills. Uh, so I like this offense going against the Kansas City defense, which is still very, very good, but not as good as the offense on, on Buffalo's side. And then we look at Kansas City's offense, who's very, very good going against an even better defense. I still think Kansas City puts up a lot of points, but I have Buffalo winning this one in an all-time Jesus. classic <laughs> 48 to 41.
0: Hey, I'd, I, I'd be, I'd be down for a game like that, but I just don't see it happening.
1: I don't know what to say for this game because uh, it honestly could go pretty much any way. Uh, but I'm picking the way that I want it to go, way I could go, I guess, and that's the Bills winning a, an all-time classic game. All right, all right, that's gonna do it for. Where's your head at? Let's get to the layups. Let's get to the the closer, uh, bowl predictions, all that stuff, and let's get on out of here. Uh, I had a rough week as far as my predictions went. Uh, it wasn't too far off, but I had the Niners over 50 or Niners Dallas game over 51. Uh, let me see what the actual point total in that one was. It was 40. So that was a bit off there. The defenses played a bigger part than what I thought they would in that game. That Debo would, even though he had 110 yards, I thought he'd do more. I thought Dak would play better than, uh, Jalen hurts, I guess, but, uh, he really didn't, uh, you just changed the color. Was that you that just changed the color? I did. <laughs> on our I sheet. did. Uh, anyways, I got it wrong. Uh, Skyler's pick was the Va- Raiders plus five and a half for Cincy. It was a six-point game. Uh, so that's a tough one for Skyler and a tough they one for the They only just kicked well, that field goal. <laughs> yeah, kicked a field goal <laughs> down seven. Yeah. Uh, or down six. Like, no, it was down seven, actually. Uh, then we get to this week. I have the over in the Los Angeles Tampa Bay game. I predicted that to have 80 points in that game. Uh, right now, the over is at 48 and a half. Uh, so if that goes away, yeah. the planet, then it should be an easy one for me.
0: And uh, like I just talked about, I'm taking Kansas City minus two against Buffalo. If it's a good game, I'm completely fine with it. I just think there's a huge skill gap here between number one and number two. Yeah. Or I guess, you know, they're not actually number one and number two, but you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I get, I get what you're going on with. Uh, let's get to the bull predictions, though. Last week, uh, I had a plus 500 bet uh, with the Pittsburgh and Kansas City game having exactly seven touchdowns. It ended up having nine at a time. It was the exact score prediction that I was looking at, 35 to 14. Uh, but that was halfway through the third quarter. And so things weren't going to stay like that. Uh
0: yeah, Kelsey had to throw a touchdown pass.
1: Yeah, man, they just fucked me up with that one. Uh, So I got mine wrong. Skelly got his right with the, the Niners over Dallas. Uh, let's go to this week, though, where I have Devontae Adams being the first touchdown scorer in the SF Green Bay game. I think whoever gets the ball first in this game does score. Uh, I do think the Green Bay Packers, for whatever reason, get the ball first, just based off of luck, I guess. Uh, and A-Rod finds his... Number one target on a one-yard touchdown uh, the first drive of the game.
0: And my bold prediction, I'm going to go with the just the game pick here. I'm going to take the Bengals over the Titans. I know the Titans have a great run deep, but I think Joe Burrow should have a day, man. And I want to see Kansas City play Cincinnati again. That one should be a great game.
1: I think regardless what uh, whatever matchup you have uh, going into the AFC championship game, it's going to be a great game. Unless Blake Bortles uh, is there. Yeah. I don't think Blake <laughs> Bortles is going to be playing in the AFC championship game this time around though. But if you have Tennessee beating Cincinnati, you have Kansas city beating Buffalo. That's going to be a good game. If you have the mm-hmm. other way around, it's going to be a good game. If you have a, the two other combinations, that's, those are going to be great games as well. Uh, yeah. I wish we could have gotten all of them, but we're only going to get one. Uh, and hopefully it's a uh, Tennessee Buffalo because I think that one would be fun. All right. Uh, uh, all right. That's going to do it though for episode 71, pretty quick one, but that's kind of what we needed when he got COVID.
0: Yeah. Kyle's got the COVID He's stuck in his room. So, you know what that means? <laughs> he will be extra active on Twitter this weekend <laughs> for all the games.
1: That's true, man. I'm staying right here. Yeah. am um, chilling in my room and I'm smelly.
0: All right guys, we'll be back next week preview of the conference championship game. Grade, if your favorite team choked in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what, what we'll Kansas tell you City's what you're going to, to be
1: next week, <laughs> Oh yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, D plus. <laughs> seriously, that'd be disappointing. But yeah. we got you guys next week. Go Jets.
1: Later.